Drew. Hi, everybody, and welcome to season four of Chamber Chat Live. We are on Facebook Live. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. Thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. We have so much in store for you in season four. It's ridiculous. We have so many guests booked out who want to take advantage of this opportunity with the Chamber, which if you are a member of the Chamber, costs you absolutely nothing but get you a lot of exposure because we're syndicated on multiple channels, multiple local channels. You're able to share the video. People are able to see it. You're going to get a lot of exposure. So if you're a member of the chamber and you want to take advantage of this opportunity, please reach out to us at podcast at tricountyareachamber.com. All right. So we have a lot to talk about today. And I got a message just before we went on the air here from Danielle uh, at the chamber there was a lot of inquiries about my hand sanitizer routine during COVID. So stay tuned at the end. I will go over that. <laughs> but my guest today, actually, I've known him for uh, quite a few years. And I can tell you, he's going to provide a lot of value from this conversation. I'd like to introduce to our viewing audience, Mike Hensis. Mike is from the Open Wealth Network. Mike, welcome to Chamber Chat Live. Thanks so much, Bill. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. And I know, um, look, there's so much has happened probably since we last spoke. I think the last time we saw each other, um, I want to say it was a networking event maybe in like January, February at some point. Yeah, um, and I was actually on the I was on the uh, the schedule to make this happen prior to the shutdown, but we obviously had to postpone that. Yeah, but we're, we're getting it going now. So uh, so that's a good thing. Well, a lot has changed since we've last seen each other, right? So um, so for those who do not know you and do not know Open Wealth Network, why don't you take an opportunity to introduce yourself and what Open Wealth Network is, please? Sure. So uh, again, my name is Mike Hensis. I'm originally from Northeast PA, the Scranton area. Uh, I've been down in this area for uh, about 20 years now. Um, uh, I've been in the financial services industry for a little over 20 years and uh, worked in a number of different capacities, um, both on the um, wholesale side as well as the retail side. And after 20 years, um, uh, you know, there, there's, um, there's a saying, you know, you have to learn the rules before you can break the rules. Um, it took me that 20 years to really uh, figure out what I wanted to do with my own business. So in 2019, I launched my own registered investment advisory uh, firm called Open Wealth Network, which, um, you know, the, the tools we use are uh, financial planning and investment management. However, what we really do is help people that are feeling confused and overwhelmed about their finances and we help move them to a position of confidence, uh, feeling that, you know, they're they're making well-informed decisions, um, helping them feel good about their path forward. Um, so that's in a nutshell, really, what what we do is uh, using the tools of financial planning, reviewing tax returns, building and monitoring investment portfolios, um, evaluating. Um, insurance policies and estate plans to make sure that everything is working uh, the best they can for the consumer. Yeah. So, so also in, you know, I think your criteria is something we should probably talk about as well. Um, you know, I know your approach is very organic. 
Uh, it's very just kind of straightforward giving advice. But I think we should talk a little bit more about your qualifications too. Uh, some of your experience where you came from, some of your certifications that you have, and what kind of responsibilities go along with that, if you wouldn't mind chatting about that a little bit. No, not at all. I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, yeah, so like I said, I've, I've been in this industry for uh, 20 plus years. Um, I, ha I have the, um, I'm a certified financial planner. Um, I'm also what's called an enrolled agent, which is uh, I'm authorized to represent clients before the Internal Revenue Service. Uh, I have an MBA in finance. Um, all of that, you know, <laughs> um, a, lot of, a lot of letters after my name. All that really means is that uh, I've committed myself to this to this industry. I've, I spend, I've spent a uh, countless number of hours uh, obtaining those credentials and um, the experience in helping consumers, but also looking forward, um, it just signifies a, a level of professionalism that I think is um, uh, not always uh, readily available. Um, maintaining those designations requires that I um, obtain a certain level of continuing education uh, every year. So that's how I stay. It kind of forces me to stay on top uh, and on the leading edge of what's happening in financial services and how to help consumers. Yeah. And for those folks also, um, a lot of people see that CFP designation after um, you know a financial advisor's name in some instances, but explain a little bit more what that CFP designation stands for. I think it's important that our audience recognizes what that is. Yeah, that's a great question. So, so the reality is anyone can call themselves a financial advisor. Um, and the CFP board, um, which is the regular uh, regulatory body that oversees that designation, um, they put out some good commercials, you know, it's uh, out there now where, you know, there's that a week before this guy was in a band or something like that. And, and this week he put on a suit and is holding himself out as a financial advisor. Um, really what it, what it signifies is, uh, you know, a commitment to the industry, a commitment to uh, one, to qualify for that designation. You have to have um, a certain level of education, so many years of experience, um, and then the ongoing commitment to maintain your uh, level of expertise and, and knowledge in the areas of financial planning. Yeah. So, uh, so early in your career, you were in like the accounting space and then you made this shift to financial advisory. Can you tell me there, I think there was something a little bit along the way that motivated you. Do you want to discuss that a little bit? <laughs> Absolutely. I love this story. I, it's getting old now when I think about it, but That's right. um, so Yes, my, my father, uh, like I said, I, I grew up in the Scranton area. My dad was a career accountant, um, dabbled in entrepreneurship uh, here and there. Um, and he encouraged me to pursue an accounting degree. You know, it was one of those things where you'll always have a job if, if you have a degree in accounting. Uh, the problem is um, just wasn't for me. So I, I gave it a, a fair, fair go. Um, in college, I worked for a startup uh pharmaceutical company, which was a great experience. Um, but after a couple of years, I felt because I wanted to um, you know, just learn, continue to learn, I got into public accounting. And I was sitting in the, uh, the basements of municipalities in, in Norristown and in other, other areas down in Chester, um, you know, dealing with kind of grumpy business managers and, and 
it just didn't suit my personality. I like the analytical work of it, but I'm more of an outgoing uh, type of person and it did, wasn't a good fit for me there. Mm-hmm. So uh, oddly, um, someone turned me on to uh, uh, Tony Robbins. Um, he was giving a, a seminar at the, I think at the time it was the Wachovia Center. So I went down, I said, what the heck? I don't have anything to lose. Let me go hear what this guy has to say. And I will, I will say none of what he shared uh, was revolutionary. It was just that at the time I heard it, it was really impactful. Um, and coming out of that, two things happened. Um, one, it motivated me to change careers. Um, so not that it was a huge shift from accounting to finance, but you know, it, that, that's really what motivated me. And secondly, it, it uh, motivated me to step out of my comfort zone. And um, uh, I found my wife as a result of, of that meeting. So, Okay. And now here you are, you're approaching the two-year anniversary of the Open Wealth Network, right? Yes. Yeah. So, what, so what's, that, what's that journey been like for you? Uh, it's been it's been fantastic. Um, you know, first off, you know, if any of my clients are listening to this, a huge shout out to them and thank you for their continued trust because um, their trust in me is what's uh, allowed me to make uh, make this move. Um, but it's been a humongous learning. Um, I, I'm a member of two organizations that I can't speak highly uh, highly enough about those being the XY Planning Network and the uh, National Association of Personal Financial Advisors, um, you know, w- w- without whom I just wouldn't have been able to navigate all the different things that you need to be mindful of when starting your own business and also uh, starting your own financial services business, which is, um, as you might expect, highly regulated and has a lot of rules to follow. Yeah, absolutely. And I also also know you you have been involved in the community as well. You you do a lot with the community. Can you kind of speak to that experience a little bit as well? Sure. Um, you know, the last couple of years, honestly, I haven't been as active as I would like, um, just given the amount, uh, the volume of stuff I've had to uh, manage with the launch of this uh, business. But yeah, I, I've, I've served as the treasurer of the um, um the Pots, Pottstown Library. I've been on the advisory committee of the uh, YMCA. I've coached numerous youth sports, um, former member of Kiwanis. So, you know, uh, a couple of years back, I was very much involved in the community, Upper Pottsgrove Township, where I live. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to getting getting back to that. In fact, I have some, some local clients who are kind of uh, nudging me to uh, <laughs> to get back in. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think anybody's judging you for not being out in the community. I mean, you, you have a business to run, right? <laughs> that's that's yeah. pretty important right now. But I think it does speak to your character uh, that, you know, prior to having additional responsibilities, you were able to connect with the community there. Um, I, I wanted to ask you a question, and I'm some, somewhat putting you on the spot, so I apologize in advance, but I don't think it's anything that, that you can't answer. Um, if I'm If I'm viewing this and I'm meeting you or looking at you and, and seeing all you have to say for the first time. And I'm like, you know what, maybe, maybe I should, maybe I should give him a call, but, but what kind of advice would he possibly give to me in a market like this where things are crazy? I just saw the Dow was down yesterday, the elections coming up. Like if somebody was just watching this and just would looking for either some general advice or maybe looking for a, a way to get some additional knowledge, 
what would you what would you say to them? How would you approach the conversation? Um, well, first, I would say um, be careful of generic information, you know, rules of thumb and things you might be hearing on the major news networks, um, because you're you're special and your circumstances are unique, and you don't want to apply generic information to your unique set of circumstances. Um, the second thing I would say is um, I offer a complimentary <laughs> introductory uh, call to help you, uh, one, to help me determine if I can actually help you, but also for you to determine if you might like working with me. And then um, the, the outcome of that call is a complimentary uh, financial assessment. No strings attached. It gives me an opportunity after reviewing some of your information to uh, give you a, uh, some high-level observations on where I think I could add value. And even if you don't work with me, you can still take that away and um, hopefully improve your financial circumstances as a result. Um, because as you said, you know, these are scary times for sure. Um, and, you know, you're, I know your primary role is in finance. Uh, so we kind of become battle hardened, if you will, being surrounded by it all the time. For the consumer that's not accustomed to that, it can be overwhelming and scary. And that's my main motivation is, is through what I feel I built is like the best process to help people. Um, it's just to help move them from being scared and confused and overwhelmed by their finances to a position of strength and confidence that, hey, you know, now I have a better handle on things and I know how to achieve my goals. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for that educational piece of it. And then also the the reassurance and reaching out to those professionals. I know, you know, to, you said you know, being in the same, you know, industry somewhat, you know, going through that PPP process. Well, we're still going through it now. Um, but I spoke with so many customers of ours and also non-customers of ours who at the time could not get an answer uh, from their bank. You know, I, I felt the obligation to take the time to educate them about the PPP process, what it means um, for the forgiveness and so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, I just try to build value in providing the recommendations. And I think that's, that's just a genuine way to start a relationship. Um, you know, it's not, again, it's not something I, I do intentionally. I just, I just want to help people. I just want to help people. Right. And I know you're, you're very similar in that regard. All the conversations I've ever had with you have been very genuine and very open. Um, and I'm sure your clients appreciate that. And some of your future clients will appreciate that as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what's unique, one of the unique aspects of Open Wealth Network is, we have nothing to sell. You know, there are no products involved. Um, it's our objective advice um, that our clients hire us for. Um, and I, like you, you know, I, I'm, I got into this business because I like helping people and I can do that in a meaningful way um, by helping them, you know, um, sort through and understand their finances and make better decisions for their families. Mm -hmm. So how long have you been a member of the Tri-County Chamber? Um, I Only about two years through Open Wealth Network. I had been through a previous organization, um, yeah, about two years now with, with the Tri-County. And, and they've been phenomenal. I mean, this, this in and of itself is a tremendous um, value add, if you will, that 
I think everybody's got to take advantage of. And when it was presented to me, I, I, I was nervous, I will say, because I'm not good in front of a camera, but um, I, I felt like I had to jump on the opportunity. Yeah, no, I, I, you're doing just fine. And and to anybody else watching too, you, you guys just heard, you know, Mike say that he was nervous. And if you feel like you're going to be nervous at all, I don't, I, do you feel nervous anymore? Is it? No, nah, the butterflies have left a little bit. I'm still, right. I'm still so, clenching yeah. my hands though. You can't see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're doing fine. So um, no, I, I hope folks appreciate uh, hearing from you today and learning a little bit more about Open Wealth Network. Um, as we wrap up here in the last few moments, is there anything else that you would like to share uh, or offer our audience? Well, uh, again, you know, I do make available a complimentary uh, introductory uh, um, conversation. And for anyone who has been thinking about hiring an advisor or questioning the value of maybe their current advisory relationship, um, for chamber members or anyone who mentions chamber chat, I'm offering a 25% discount off of our advisory services. Um, and you can schedule an appointment by going to openwealthnetwork.com. And uh, the top left, you'll see a uh, schedule a 15 minute introductory call. No, that's great. I know we had the website up earlier and uh, I was on it earlier too. And it looked great. You have a great, it's a great oh, resource. You. Yeah, great resource for information. So folks, please visit uh, the website. And if they want to, somebody wants to email you, Mike, how can they get a hold of you? Um, yeah, email is uh, info at openwealthnetwork.com. Uh, that comes right to me. So that, that would be the best, best one to use. All right, perfect. Anything else you'd like to offer or share with the audience at all before we wrap up? Um, no, you know what, I, again, I believe strongly in the financial planning process. It can add a lot of value. Studies have proven that over time. Uh, it is important to find the right advisor. Um, you know, understanding the fee structure and, and how people are compensated. Unfortunately, money money motivates people and not always in the best way. So um, I'd encourage you to reach out, check out openwealthnetwork.com. Um, take a look at the website. If you have any questions, I'm, I'm happy to answer them. Um, but I appreciate you uh, tuning in today and, and uh, listening to what, what I had to say. Sure. Well, again, we thank you for taking advantage of the opportunity to be on uh, Chamber Chat Live. So thank you again for being a guest. Appreciate Thanks it. Thanks so much, Bill. Yeah, just Thank hang you. on just a moment there. Um, so, folks, thank you again for tuning into uh, the premiere episode of season four. I don't, Mike, did you want to discuss your hand sanitizer routine, or should I do mine? <laughs> I think you should do yours, Bill. You should just do mine. Okay, here's my hand sanitizer routine. You put it on your hands, you rub it in. There it is. <laughs> so, uh, no, I hope everybody's keeping safe uh, out in the community as you go out and about. But um, season four is underway here. We have a lot more guests scheduled. And uh, as always, we hope you found this educational. Uh, Mike's advice, certainly take advantage of it, reach out to him. Um, and then we're going to now parlay this into our networking tip. So we always want to make sure that we give some sort of networking tip to our audience where they can use it to better themselves or do networking. So a lot of our networking right now has been has been uh, done is being accomplished virtually. So you'll see a lot of these platforms right now, we're actually using StreamYard, but most folks use Zoom or Microsoft Teams. And if you're in a situation where you're in a group where maybe you've been invited to a network and there's maybe a dozen people, 20 people in the room, um, you have an opportunity to put your name in there. So 
I've seen all, I've seen all kinds of things. I've seen, you know, Sally's iPad. I've seen, you know, family phone. I've seen all kinds of stuff. There should be an option there to customize your name on there. So I would put your, put your full name or how you'd like to be referred to uh, in that box, but then also maybe put the name of the company that you represent. That might be very helpful to the folks who visually are kind of scanning around the screen and looking to, to make some sort of connection there. Um, and then also, um, you know, you can put something funny in there too. You could put, you know, Bill Vitiello, uh pizza lover or taco lover or camera enthusiast, whatever you want to put there, but just something maybe as a conversation piece to uh, connect with your audience. So that's our networking tip for uh, this edition of the Chamber Chat Live. As always, we'd like to thank Drew Griffin from Delicious Marketing. Drew is pushing all the buttons behind the scenes, pulling up websites and flipping screens and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. We appreciate him setting this up. He is also helping syndicate this to some other channels uh, as well to get gain exposure. We also would like to thank the Ben Exchange, your friends for business benefits. Thank you to Danielle and Eileen at the Chamber, as always, for your support behind the scenes. So many, so many people make this possible. It's not just, it's not just me, believe me. I'm just the interviewer uh, or the host. But um, thank you again for tuning in to Chamber Chat Live. Oh, I'm sorry. I have one. I have a Chamber announcement. So I do need to go to my notes because I will never remember all of this. Um, but I'm going to encourage everybody. Today's the 22nd of September. On October 1st, October 1st. The chamber is going to be have having or hosting a drive-in movie at the Sunnybrook Ballroom. All right, so that's Thursday, October first. Uh, the movie is going to start at seven p.m. and the gates are going to open at six thirty, just prior. So there is room. Uh, it's free to all, which is great. So if you want to bring your family out, uh, one vehicle per family. And uh, each vehicle is going to receive a bag of popcorn and candy, uh, but you're free to bring your own food and non-alcoholic beverages. So if you're a member of the chamber, feel free to go onto the chamber website. That's October 1st. And I guess you'd want to know what you're going, what movie you're going to be seeing, right? It is going to be, let me pull this up here. I want to make sure I get the title right. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. I know there were several variations of the Willy Wonka, but uh, so if you and your family want to enjoy a night out at the movies, at the drive-in, Sunny Book Brawl Room, October 1st, gates open at 6.30. Please consider joining. The Chamber is providing this as a, a, a gratuity towards their membership. So thank you very much for tuning into this episode of Chamber Chat. My name is Bill Vitiello from the Victory Bank. My guest today has been Mike Hensis from the Open Wealth Network. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Bye for now.